Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Thursday, October 8th. 2020. Thank you so much for joining us as we have our second show of the week. And I got to apologize. We are, we are a day behind, you know, this happens. And uh, if you're tuning in, you're probably shaking your uh, finger at me or rolling your eyes knowing, Hey man, you promised us Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Matt. Well, unfortunately guys, things happen. We're in this chaotic world of 2020. Uh, I have a job now, which I know many of you still can't quite wrap your head around. Uh, what? Matt Hersema has a regular job, not sports related. Yes, I do. And uh, it's a crazy time we're in. That's all I can say. So I- I'm quite busy with that. Just getting started a few weeks now. And Bill Barnes, what can I say? Uh, he's wanted by many more people than just this podcast. Uh, his services are needed elsewhere. He is a very important figure in the world of security, at least in his own mind. Uh, and, and jokingly, you know, he, he is, he is important. I mean, he has a, a job to do and he gets called away to do things. So I was unable to record Tuesday morning. I was hoping that Bill wasn't going to get called in on Wednesday, but unfortunately he did Wednesday morning. So we couldn't even record then I work in the afternoons and I just get home a little too late really to, uh, make it happen. So we had to push it back. But Bill Barnes is here today on Thursday, bright and early here at the East Vale home. We're going to try to have Bill crawl in here and avoid some of the uh, <laughs> Halloween decorations that are about to go up all over the walls uh, inside our compound here. Uh, but Bill Barnes, happy to have him. I appreciate him being flexible. I appreciate you guys being flexible because, as you know, uh, Bill Barnes is probably our, our biggest uh, fan favorite, we'll say. Uh, every week people tune in, not for me, but for Bill for sure. And then our new format here that's supposed to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know, I'm a little upset that we weren't able to deliver on week one. First week out with the new format, you got you to gotta be on time. That's one of my first rules in officiating and first rules of, of really any, any line of work. Got to be on time, man. Come on. So that's on me. I, 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 uh, I'll wear that one. I, I really will. Uh, but you know what? I can promise you one thing. We are always going to try to at least uh, get Bill Barnes, even if it's a day late or a few days late. We're going to try to get him on weekly. I think it's good for him, honestly. I think it's good for his heart, for his mind to just let it all out sometimes. Uh, a week of frustrations, or in this case, eight days of frustrations, give or take, and uh, you know, it, it's just good for him and it's good for me. It's good for me to see my, my good friend, Bill. And, and you know, I got to say this, there's some people that don't quite understand our, our friendship. Some people will say, how can you be friends with a guy that's 30 years older, 25 years older than you? I'm like, well, what, what do you, what, what do you mean? There, there's a like age cutoff with friendship. I don't understand. Maybe we come from different eras, but who cares? 
Maybe I can learn something from him. He can learn something from me. I could probably learn a a lot more from him because of his life experience and everything. Okay. But friendships are are far more than an age or uh, any grouping. I I was told for years that, you know, oh, Matt, you you hang around, uh, you know, older people all the time. Like, well, yeah, I do, I guess. That's kind of, I don't know. I guess I in the profession I was in officiating, there was most people were a little older and they're just kind of like who I was drawn to and our conversations and everything. And then people would tell me, well, you'll never meet anyone that way. I was like, Oh, well, I guess you're right. And, and then sure enough, Valerie was told the same thing because she had some older friends that hanging out. And then ironically her older friends and my older friend, Bill, they knew each other and that's how we all came to happen and everything. Anyway, you guys don't want to hear that love story again. I've, I've bored you with it enough. Uh, I do want to say that Bill Barnes is here again on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in and it's Thursday. I'm hoping maybe it's, maybe it's Wednesday still somewhere in this world. Uh, I don't know how, how, uh, many hours behind us, uh, you know, China or Japan is or, or something out there, but maybe just maybe there are some, uh, somewhere someplace in the, in the world that when we're recording this morning, where it's still Wednesday. Anyway, if it's not, I apologize. We are day late and we're going to do our best to not let that happen again. I think we're going to try to record Mondays. Uh, and then if that doesn't work, we'll try to shoot for Tuesdays. We're going to try to find some, some buffer, really some time that, uh, we can make work out because between my afternoons working and Bill kind of on call at all times, he usually finds out his work schedule the day before. That's how secretive, uh, his, his stuff is that he's doing out in, uh, well, I can't tell you where, but anyway, a um, few things we're going to discuss today with Bill Barnes, definitely the vice presidential debate that happened on Wednesday night. I know Bill watched it. Uh, I'm going to sit here and tell you, honestly, I, I have not watched it. I did not watch it. I'll probably watch some clips here and there, but when I get into it with Bill, one of the fun things I think we're going to do is that uh, I haven't really rehearsed this with him or anything, but I'm going to say, okay, Bill, here's what I think happened on Wednesday night. And you tell me how correct I am. And I'm going to try to look in the, uh, the, uh, magic, magic, uh, what's, what's the man, my, my, I'm losing it right now. The magic ball, my, uh, crystal ball, man, magic ball. You're killing me, Matt. Uh, I'm looking into my crystal ball and be like, uh, look back as to what happened. I guess crystal ball is more for the future, isn't it? Oh man. See, see what a mess I am guys. See when, when I get off by one day, what happens? Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, brutal. I just know that today's Thursday and I got two more days of work left and then two full days of football going on, um, which I'm very excited about. So just two more work days and we'll get an episode out on Friday uh, regarding a, uh, we have a guest. We're going to have suds with studs. I have a guest in the works. I don't want to jinx it. So maybe I shouldn't say, maybe I'll tell you at the end of the show who we're having on Friday, but I can promise you for those listening, this person has been on the show before. And I think you'll really enjoy listening to him again. Uh, someone that has been on the show is one of our top most uh, played episodes. And every time he and I have talked, that kind of gives it away a little bit uh, that uh, we've gotten great feedback and uh, some more uh, improved, I guess, with our discussion. So uh, that's the plan for Friday. We'll record that here uh, upcoming and I just, I don't want to jinx it as I've jinxed this other things, but I'll tell you guys at the end of the show today, kind of who we have coming on the program on Friday, since we are now this Monday, Wednesday, Friday format that I've already screwed up. So, uh, it's, it's very fitting for, for my life and for my line of work that, uh, yeah, I'm already, I've already messed things up. So when you mess up the opening kickoff, 
uh, it's hard to move forward from there, but I'm going to do my best. So Bill's going to talk a lot about the vice presidential debate. We have a question from Will Tarico, one of our loyal listeners who loves writing in questions to Bill Barnes and Bill Barnes loves coach Tarico. Uh, a lot of things to talk about. We got major league baseball playoffs. Uh, it's been kind of crazy with all these four days. Uh, four games a day, I should say, of Major League Baseball. Two games Monday, but four games Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, as it stands currently uh, in the National League, the Atlanta Braves have a two games to none lead on the on the Miami Marlins. And the Los Angeles Dodgers, by the skin of their teeth, held on on Wednesday night for a 2-0 series lead on the San Diego Padres. So uh, the next win for the, the Dodgers or the Braves could result in a sweep. Uh, as far as the American League goes on Thursday, there are two more games. The Houston Astros have a 2-1 to one lead on the Oakland Athletics. And the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, probably surprising to most people out there, have a two games to one lead on the New York Yankees. So could be some real drama here on Thursday. If you guys haven't does, don't have anything to do, uh, there could be four potential series uh, game games in a series that end. Uh, with either sweeps or a game, three games to one victory. Uh, remember, these are best of five series in the in the ALDS, much like they usually are. So uh, we could see some real uh, changes here soon in the National League and American League. I know that Tampa Bay Ray and Yankee series uh, is definitely surprising. But four games today on Thursday: 11 a.m. Braves Marlins, 12:35 p.m. Athletics and Astros, 4 p.m. Rays, Yankees, and 6 o'clock Dodgers, Padres. Those times are all Pacific for most of our uh, audience here listening on the West Coast. Uh, a few other things I want to get into, guys. I'm going to talk with Bill a little bit about this. I mean, we, we discussed the NBA and how no one's really watching it. But if you look at the numbers, no one really is watching it. Like, it's bad. Bad, bad. If, if you're curious, Google NBA ratings. And you could say whatever you want about it. You could say, oh, well, all sports are down a little bit. Yeah, okay, everyone's down a little bit, but not down a lot. And yes, the NBA playoffs are not typically during football and baseball and all these other things going on. But still, don't give me that. Don't give me that. There's more to it. And you know that. Anyone with a brain can see that um, perhaps the NBA went a little too woke. The other leagues, they did. They said their piece. They had their little demonstrations. Okay, most of them have kind of move forward and be like, let's just play ball. But the NBA has kind of not really done that. And I, I think the ratings are suffering. So you be the judge. Don't, don't listen to me. I, I hear people that talk about this stuff and, and I, I tend to agree. Um, but, but you check it out. I mean, facts are stubborn things. These aren't opinions. These are facts. Go look at the NBA ratings. They're, they're pretty abysmal. They're, they're pretty bad. They're down 60, 70%. I mean, it's it's compared to last year when people watch these games. And it's not like, okay, people can't go to the game, so there should be more eyes on the television, right? And yeah, there's more options. There's NFL. There's Major League Baseball. There's all kinds of stuff. But why is it the NBA is down and not the other sports? Everyone's down a little bit, we'll say, because there's so many options. But when one is significantly lower than the other, eh, I think that says something. Anyway, we'll touch on that, but not a whole lot, because uh, Bill and I are not really into the NBA that much, as ours, as apparently as uh, most of the country isn't. But I do know the Los Angeles Lakers have a three games to one lead on the Miami Heat, and uh, it's been kind of a, a yawner of a series. I've talked a little bit about it. I haven't watched one second of it. I can tell you that, uh, but uh, 
it is rather crazy that this NBA season will be coming to an end soon. And thankfully, I think put the NBA out of its misery, in my opinion. Just kind of go away. Go away. There's other stuff to watch. Uh, so so be done with you. Uh, uh, a few other things. You know, we're going to talk to Bill Barnes today. I mentioned it on Monday a little bit. We're going to talk to him about tolerance and intolerance and how sometimes people use the word tolerant to be like, hey, you need to be tolerant of others. But then they also flip it on you and they'll be like, you're intolerant. You're an intolerant person. It's like, what? 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 Excuse me? I'm just having a cup of coffee here. What are you trying to yell at me for? I always that, that those two words always like jump out to me, tolerant and intolerant. I'm like, what exactly are you trying to say when you say that? I know the definition of it, the dictionary definition, but it's thrown around today all the time. And so I don't know. We're gonna I'm gonna have a little discussion with Bill. Maybe he doesn't have much to say about it, but I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna be like, hey Bill, what do you what do you got here? You seem like a very intolerant person. <laughs> Or intolerant or tolerant in some eyes. See, I even mix them up. Anyway, we'll talk about that with Bill a little bit. And finally, uh, what I again, I'll talk about Bill with this. Talk to Bill about this. Man, I'm all over the place today. I apologize. Uh, need more coffee. But anyway, um, you, you guys ever find it funny? Like, say you're arguing with someone, and I don't care what the topic is. It's usually about politics. Could be about sports. Could be just an argument with uh, your significant other. Whatever the subject is, generally this comes up at some point. At some point, you being in an argument with the person about whatever, again, it could be anything. You see this in politics a ton, but anything. Hey, someone makes an accusation. Okay. Then you respond with, okay, give me one or two times. Not a hundred times. Give me one or two times where that's been the case. And the most overused phrase in arguments, debates, whatever you want to call them. Well, there's too many examples to list. Uh, okay. So what you're telling me, <laughs> hang on, let me wrap my head around this. Give me one or two examples. Now there's too many of them to list. Doesn't that contradict your statement? Doesn't that contradict your point? I'm asking for one or two examples, not not a thousand. If there's so many, why is it so difficult to list one or two examples? I see this in arguments all the time in debate. I just roll my eyes, shake my head. All these different Facebook arguments, I'm just kind of laughing. as <laughs> It's like, oh, really? That's your point. Okay, give me an example. Well, there's too many to list. Oh, okay. So meaning you don't have any examples. You you think you know, but you don't know. See how that one goes over with with your ladies, fellas. Accuse her of uh, I don't know, lying to you. Oh yeah, name one time while I lied. Well, there's just too many examples to list. If you're gonna make a pretty heavy accusation, you better be able to back it up and have an example. Because that's not going to fly when you're like, oh, there's just too many to list. Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry I asked. That doesn't make any sense. Think about that. You're gonna, you guys are going to hear that argument said. Whether it be a political debate, an argument over whose sports team is better, or uh, who did the dishes last at the house. It, it comes up all the time. And I heard it the other day. I was like, wait a minute. If there's so many examples, 
What do you mean there's too many to list? I'm not asking you to list too many. I'm asking you to list two. There's a big difference. Anyway, I don't know if that makes sense to you guys or not, but that's just me rambling away. And uh, I've had a few more days off here from the podcast to think about these things. And honestly, I do think about these things at work a little bit too. So uh, let's not waste any more time listening to me. Let's get to the one and only Bill Barnes, the man, the myth, the legend. He's wanted by many, mostly for his security uh, business, for his his ability of security, security ability. I don't know how, and we might... We might tie that in sometime. Anyway, enough of the announcements and stuff. Let's get to Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in, even though it is Thursday. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll have a final few words after our conversation with the one and only Bill Barnes. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. That means it's time for Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. The retired police officer and retired college baseball umpire joins us every week for very strong opinions and very random thoughts. Once again, here is the one and only Bill Barnes. Well, it is not Wednesday, but we're still going to... Consider this the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. It is Thursday. I am here with Bill Barnes. He's back in our lovely studios in Eastvale, California. And Bill, you know what? We're a day late and a dollar short again, but uh, things happen, right? Schedules and everything. Well, here's the thing. It's it's always good to be here, even though it's early in the morning and I'm drinking coffee instead of cocktails <laughs> here at the mic. But I will say this. When people have jobs and people have have, have, have uh basically trying to write their lives and not just sit home on their lazy asses and be keyboard warriors all the time <laughs> and just uh, screw with other people's lives. You know, you have jobs and you become responsible and you get out there and you work and you have to schedule things like this, even though it's big money for both of us, <laughs> you have to schedule this in to your lives. And that's what's going on. We both are gainfully employed and, um, having to do this in our spare time, which is very, very spare these days. Yeah. It was fun to get me through the lockdown really. And it was great for you. I'm sure to, you know, let things out every week, but uh, we shoot for Wednesday. We try to record Monday or Tuesday to get it out Wednesday, but unfortunately things happen. So we're going to keep uh, working this. It's a work in progress. I know you, you are working a top secret uh, security level assignment. You're always on call, Bill Barnes. And uh, we appreciate you mixing in time with us here to record in between your your very uh, dangerous missions you go on. They are uh, it's touch and go. It's uh, <laughs> it's just you know um, every time I leave the house, I, it could be the last. Um, <laughs> and it's not the work I do; it's the fucking freeway traffic, which has resurfaced. Um, yeah. You know, lock down my ass. There's <laughs> these freeways are out of control again. We got people driving in masks. That can't help. I'm sorry. Your breathing's all screwed up. You got people worried about, uh, you know, a, a danger inside their car rather than paying attention to red lights and lane merging and everything. I think it's ridiculous that people wear masks when they drive. Uh, they're wearing masks around their eyes. Yes. Too, because <laughs> they can't see for shit. Mm -hmm. um, there's such things as white lines. Stay between them. <laughs> Stay off your fucking phones. <laughs> all right. And just drive people. Stay between, stay in your lane. Oh. I think we've heard that once or twice in our lives. Absolutely. Stay in your lane. 
<laughs> to quote the very famous LeVar Ball. Well said. Mr. Yeah, where's he gone to? Where's he I, it's weird. You know, he got all. Uh, <laughs> where's he been? I don't know. It's almost you know? like you couldn't see the writing on the wall with that one. He had his 12 minutes of fame. <laughs> Not even 15. <laughs> super dad. He, yeah, he's my ass. Super dad. Who wants to. Fucking embarrassment. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, well, Bill, uh, how else is it going? You know, Bill, I, don't, I haven't heard too much criticism, but every now and then I get some thoughts on and man how are you and bill friends you guys are he's 25 years older than you matt how does that work and i'm like man last i checked there's no uh there's no age limit here age disc- discrimination i mean friendships come in all shapes sizes and ages i think right well you know i've been called a child my whole life <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> apropos that i have friends that are that that were born in the 80s you know because <laughs> you know i'm such a uh, i act like such a kid all the time so i might as well Play with people my own age, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Well, Bill, it's Thursday, and this is weird recording with you uh, today, the day after your big uh, you know, sl- segment, the time slot and everything. But we've moved around before. But one thing that was beneficial to us recording today on Thursday is that you got to witness the vice presidential debate last night on Wednesday night, and you come in with fresh information, fresh uh, ammunition as well. Well, it's nothing. Fr- I mean, if if you watch the debate, you saw an absolutely uh, an absolute annihilation of the joke of a candidate for vice president on the Democratic side. I equate it to this. This is how I equate her being in a position last night that were way over her toes. Okay, extremely over her toes. It's like you meet some what you think is kind of a, a classy hot chick at a bar, you date her a couple times, you know, she's got all the right answers. She looks good. And I'm not saying Kamala looks good by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe one in her day, she was not bad, but she looks pretty, look pretty much like the inside of my ass right now. Okay. Uh, what was with the barrette in her hair? Get a fucking haircut woman. All right. You're in the big leagues. Now go, now, where, go where Nancy Pelosi goes, right? Same district. Sure. Now my point is this, you think she's all that. And you bring her to a family event and she embarrasses the living fuck out of you because she doesn't know jack shit about jack shit. You start having some in-depth conversations about world affairs, current events, and all she does is make a complete buffoon of herself and of you for bringing her there. That's what the Democrats have done with this idiot. They have launched her into a position that is so over her head, all she can do is make up shit, be a a arrogant condescending bitch on stage and say lie after lie after lie. And that's what I saw last night. I'm not going to, I don't need, you know, I I could stay here all day and go into all the details about the fracking taxes, the court people go watch the replays of it and see for yourself. The woman is a complete joke and God forbid a Biden wins, which he just may, is what the polls say. Let's hope they're wrong. She's one heartbeat away. And with Biden, that heart could stop any day. Mm-hmm. She is one heartbeat away from having her hands on shit that she has no business even knowing what they are, let alone having her hands on buttons and nuclear codes, et cetera, et cetera. That is fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely frightening. Well, let me ask you this. I, I've only seen a few still photographs and a few headlines. I have not watched the debate. Let me ask you this. Let's play a game, Bill. 
Um, I will say what I think probably happened, and you tell me uh, how correct I, I was. Uh, let's see. Um, Kamala Harris uh, talked about how racist the Trump administration is. Is that correct? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, okay. she alluded to that. Okay. She probably said wanted to discuss bring back Obama health care because uh, Trump's health, you know, that was a magical time back in the Obama administration. Yes. Okay, man, two for two. Okay, let's see. I'm going to say, even though it's mostly Democratic policies that have ruined a lot of the economy and uh, just look at the state by states, she's going to, she probably blamed the co- the economy due to the COVID lockdown uh, as all Trump's fault. Absolutely. And Man. that he um, completely downplayed the virus. Uh, and that, that the other thing was, is that the uh, Trump administration inherited a very strong economy from the Obama administration. Oh, okay. That's her allegation also. Inherited. It's always funny that when an economy is inherited, economy, anytime an economy is like, oh, it's good. Well, the, the other administration's like, well, it was inherited from you didn't, you didn't do any, do any of that. Uh, really? Okay. I'm going to see if I'm trying to th- come up with maybe one, one more. Um, uh, okay. Something about global warming. Kamala Harris probably said the Trump administration is reckless and we need to cut all kinds of, uh, uh, use of electrical and, and, and something extreme regarding global warming. Is that, that's my last she pitch. She says that hurricanes are going to get wetter and wetter fires are going to get uh stronger and stronger wow okay so i didn't need to watch the debate to, no. to know what no. what she was going to tell everybody no. okay no and here's the thing about her here's the thing about her her smirky smiles her body language her arrogance for someone that doesn't have the right to have that because she's just a dumb ignorant uninformed uh, mattress thrashing a person who's moved her way up through means of other ways. Uh, Hashtag mattress thrashing. Okay. She has no business to be that way. Her body language turned on not only me off, but a lot, a lot of people. And I can only imagine how she is like nails on a chalkboard to females, both black, white, Hispanic, you name it. Well, first of all, Bill, if you know what women are thinking, then you've been holding out on all of us because uh, I, I just, I think that's a very- I know what they're thinking when it comes to other women because they're catty <laughs> okay. and they're very, 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 very jealous. But when it comes to how they think about men, I am absolutely fucking clueless. As we all are. Well, let me ask you this because I want to play devil's advocate here. Obviously, uh, people know where you stand. They know where I stand. Okay. So you're going to see Kamala Harris and, and all the things you just said, her body language, uh, how she's uh, a little talks down to people, maybe, would you say? I mean, all those kinds of things. Okay, that's exactly what the left says about President Trump. Okay, so the issue here is, again, no, no one's gaining any ground. The left is going to view President Trump like this big child who's immature, and I I don't see him that way, but I do see Kamala Harris the way you've just described. So do you understand what I'm saying, how it's just kind of like this one constant uh, well, the screw last time contest? I checked, The last time I checked, Kamala Harris was a, was a DA, and now she's a senator, and God forbid she becomes vice president. And I don't see a, a, a small fortune in 
what she built from the from the from a million dollar uh, grant from her father, like Mr. Trump, like President Trump has. Uh, when you can do what he's done, both both good and bad, bounce back from it, have an absolute fortune, not have to be president, and just live off you know scraps of your money that the billions that you've put away. You can you can be a little arrogant. You can be a little bit of an asshole. So he's earned that right. She hasn't earned shit. Okay. If you want to brag about how you were banging Willie Brown back in the eighties and nineties, be my guest. Okay. He's no, he, he's, he, if, if he was a janitor, do you think she'd be fucking him? No, no, no. He was speaker of the house or of the, of the um, California Senate or Cal- whatever yeah. it was. Okay. That she saw as a way to move up and she sure used it. And I have no respect for people that do that. Okay. Gavin Newsom has done the same thing. Okay. Um, he's, he, he fell into a family of wealth and he fell into the California mafia, which got him to places where he's at. And we see what a grandiose job he's doing, fucking up the state of California (laughs) continually day in and day out. It's very unfortunate that, uh, he is the governor of California. If I didn't live in this state, if I didn't live here, they could just drop a bomb on this fucking state as far as I'm concerned and just fucking level it. I'm hoping every night I go to bed, hope I wake up to a bunch of thrashing around of a major earthquake and I and my place becomes island property. Okay? I really and if I can survive it. I really do. Because I've had enough of this the way things are governed in this state. This state absolutely fucking sucks. California. California. And uh yeah, it's got the republic on our flag and everything and I'm like there's nothing any oh my goodness yeah this this state is uh is running into the ground at one time it was a was a mercedes now it's a, a fiat fiat it's just it's just a joke um well bill what else can you tell me about the vice presidential debate what did you think of uh, vice president pence did let me th- tell you something he is as cool as the other side of the pillow man <clears throat> he is a polished well groomed public speaker he kept his cool. He kept his composure. He basically uh, put everything back in her lap as far as the lies, idiotic innuendos that she came up with. He just confronted her. His his great line was, uh, Senator, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're not entitled to the wrong facts. You're, you're wrong. What do you say? Oh, something, you're, something to that nature. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Okay. And, and it was outstanding. Um, you know, he was, uh, he was great. I mean- you saw an old, polished politician. In fact, you know, he is pretty damn sharp. He's a month older than I am. Okay, he's my age. And it shows that guys aren't my age can still, you know. Um, call get, balls and get, strikes, get in work there a little and, bit. And call a ball game and, <laughs> and get out with, without uh, issue. And he did a great job. I mean, he was cool, calm, collected, uh, came up with great. He, he basically had a good jab on Biden about his plagiarism put that in there in, in, in his tool chest. And I thought he did a great job. And I wish, I just wish that president Trump would take a little bit out of his playbook and not be so interrupting. And so cantankerous when he debates, because I'll tell you what Pence was sharp. I understand that, Bill. But what I'm going to ask you is you've been around sports a long time. You've been in in the police work a long time. You know that when you're in the head chair, it's a little different. When you're the crew chief, 
it's a little different than being okay. The the next guy in line, you know, the assistant crew right. chief, or, or um, you won. I mean, you know, I, I was told by a, by a, a a referee, a white hat back when I first became a white hat back when I did football. He said, as a referee, as the guy with the white hat, you need to be the guy that keeps his composure when every everybody and everything around you is burning down. You're the guy <laughs> that is just calm cool collected on the outside you may be having a firestorm on the inside and just as crazy as the other people but you're the guy that has to maintain the calm cool under control uh individual that you are with that white hat because you're the only guy in the whole ballpark that's got the white hat on so that's why you got it you've got to be the guy that takes charge in a in a firm but fair way and just keep your cool when so, everybody else is running around with their hair on fire. So kind of like when there were riots outside of the White House in D.C. Uh, months ago and Trump walked out to the uh, to the church and just kind of stood there with the Bible in his hand kind of peacefully. And, uh, you know, that made some people so oh, it's just a photo op. But it sounds like what you described, like just calmness kind of as things are going crazy around you. Um, and and I'll say this, Bill, that when you're the assistant coach when, versus the head coach, you might be the assistant head coach, but your demeanor until you're in that chair of the captain's chair, the pilot, whatever, uh, and it's all on you. I don't think people uh, can be portrayed or are portrayed the exact same way. I mean, until you have that, the, the, your drive, the steering wheel, really, uh, I don't know if you could simulate it any other way. No, you're probably right. Uh, that brings me to a question, Bill, from uh, Coach Tarico, Will Tarico, Coach Coach Tarico, love of, it. One of your favorite, uh, uh, absolutely, listeners, followers. Uh, he loves you. And anyway, he asked about, are you guys going to cover the vice presidential debate? I said, well, uh, uh, we'll we'll put it out on Thursday. He asked us this yesterday on Wednesday. I said, well, we'll get it out on Thursday. Uh, he says, he says to Bill Barnes and me, of course. But what do you think about having Pence take Trump's spot? as a Republican nominee? Well, you know, if, if you're an avid listener, like I know Coach Tarico is, a couple months ago, I predicted, and it damn near came true. If 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 the COVID germ was a little more strong, I think, uh, and I'm glad it wasn't, <laughs> but I predicted that somehow Trump would step aside and by hook or crook or, or whatever, and uh, Pence would be the man. I would have no problem with that. Okay, however, that's not going to happen. Okay. Trump is in this for the long haul. I, you know, I don't know what the results of this uh, election are going to be. I have a, I, but I would have no problem with, with, with uh, vice president Pence taking the lead role. I think he would be an outstanding president. Mm -hmm. I know that, that he's very, very to the right. He's extreme to the right. As far as abortion rights, as far as uh, abortion, no, he believes that there should be no abortion at all. I get it. Uh, that's a whole nother uh, bag of uh, <laughs> tricks that I've heard. He's, isn't he, isn't he, uh, I thought he was a racist and a homophobe. Uh, yeah. Someone said that the, the, the fly that landed on his head last night is the only black friend he ever had in his life. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So wow. tell me who's racist now yeah. with a statement like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that's pretty sad. Yeah. But here, here's my, here's my thought on this, Matt. And I know you're going to go through the roof when I tell you this. Um, <laughs> okay. I firmly believe that Trump is going to be reelected 
And I firmly believe that he has some type of inside technical people that are able to turn votes his way in swing states. I think he did it in the election in uh, 2016. And I have no problem with this, by the way. Are you talking about like rigging elections? Absolutely. I've absolutely, because he is so certain. He says things that are so outrageously nuts and crazy and does shit that would piss off the American people to the point where I'm thinking to in, in where moderates are going to go, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like going for his joyride in the limo the other day while, while having a COVID diagnosis in the hospital, like saying to the people don't fear COVID. Well, they tell, shouldn't tell the 200,000 people family that have died from it. How many people have recovered from it? A lot, a lot, Ninety-nine. but because it's fine. become so blown out of proportion. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. He alone cannot bring it back down to, to, uh, uh, real realistic states. All right. He's just does a lot of shit that just shocks me. Like he did about grabbing women's pussies. In 2016, I thought that statement right there was going to get him shot out of the water. Okay. My gut feeling is, is look, we know that there's people out there that have access to tap into these bullshit rigged election uh, computers. All right. Whether he's in bed with, with, with Putin and Russia and they have a way to make him win. I don't know. I firmly believe it's bigger than you and I both believe (laughs) it's huge. Okay. I really think he has no fear of losing and he says whatever he wants because he knows that he's going to win somehow by hook or crook <laughs> oh bill well, uh, well, well maybe, maybe maybe i've been watching too much you know yes. uh, conspiracy theory movies yes, like crazy have. shit maybe i i don't know <laughs> but it's something to fucking think about of course i mean you could think about it sure i mean maybe I mean, it'll, and, maybe it'll take four more years of a, of a russian investigation to figure out that something believe me but- believe me if uh, the moment they declare him as winner, there'll be some other impeachment oh, of uh, situation come up. Well, this just broke today, Bill. Uh, I won't go into too many details, but just kind of a quick quote from your good friend, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> uh, she made a dramatic announcement during her weekly press conference on Thursday telling reporters she intends to discuss a constitutional measure to remove President Trump from office following questions regarding Trump's health as he recovers from the coronavirus. Uh, She says, quote, tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow, come here tomorrow, Pelosi said, we're going to be talking about the 25th Amendment. I think the public needs to know the health condition of the president. There's one question that he refused to answer. When was his last negative test? So it sounds like, uh, like everything else the Democrats do, really, that they are going to use every chance, every opportunity they can to uh, push him out uh, because it sounds like they're a little afraid of him being reelected. Okay. Do you think if he's smart enough to rig elections, don't you think he's smart enough to rig a test for COVID positive his way? Okay. Oh. It's it, man. It, it's all it, it's, it's, it's who has the best, most sophisticated, technologically sound toys wins and the Republicans have it. Why don't you think he's ever, uh, you know, criticize Putin. Why don't you think he's ever criticized all these other people that used to be our enemies? Okay. And that's why, you know, the Democrats have attacked him saying that, that he has alienated our allies and put on a pedestal, the Putins of the world. That's because you keep your enemies close 
I'm sorry, you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And that's what he's done. He's a shrewd, good businessman. You don't think he's got his fingers in the pie of an absolute guaranteed way to win? This guy doesn't lose. And when he loses, he comes back with vengeance. Okay? He comes back and he destroys the adversaries that once try to fuck him. Okay? Matt, I'm telling you, he's not going to lose. If he doesn't win this thing outright... He'll win it by 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 cheating or doing whatever the fuck he's got to do. You know, Bill, you kind of sound like uh, some of these fans on NFL Sundays who talk about uh, maybe not this year, but how the New England Patriots always win because the NFL's in their favor and I, Belichick's a cheater. And it's like, okay, maybe okay, Belichick's not a cheater. Maybe there's been some slip. Belichick's not a cheater. Sure. Answer that question. You know what, Is your... Belichick a cheater? Yes or no? Yes or no? Which don't which, say in between. Part? I'm asking which, which, which situation. A, is he a cheater? Has he ever cheated? Yeah. Okay. There you go. He's a cheater. I, does that? So you're saying once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm saying once a cheater. It's like it's like once you lie to your wife, you're gonna lie to your wife all the time. <laughs> you better not. Okay. <laughs> She'll find out. You got. I mean, if you're gonna, I mean, you're gonna dive in. You're diving in. It's like if you, if you, if you, you know, just just so I'm clear, you are saying that it's more likely that there is a rigged election than the american people I uh, and, and we know it wasn't a majority it wasn't a majority when when he but but that's not how our system works uh but the american people uh as far as the electoral college goes uh elect the president again you don't he won the swing states correct by, and he won in the electoral college which is what the democrats want to do away with they want to they want to uh flood the the uh, supreme court with more liberal judges because they're going to be down six to three mm-hmm when they're done uh, ratifying this new, this new uh, person from Notre Dame. So, I mean, if you can't beat them, you, you try to screw them. And that's what the Democrats are trying to do. But you got to understand, President Trump is one step ahead. He has good people that work for him. And he's got a bunch, I, Giuliani, the biggest cheating lion <laughs> guy on the face of the earth. It's still right in his corner. Chris Christie who he's had issues with, but Christie's still in his corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are East Coast, hardcore, lying, manipulative cheaters. And and trust me, trust me, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. As long as it's good for the, the, for the country, which Trump is, I'm fine with it. Do whatever you have to do to win. Whether you cheat, lie, manipulate, or steal, do what you have okay. to do to win. This is where I you play I to did. win the game. You play to win the game. Yes, but but this whole uh, you, you sound like the team that lost. The team that loses is always the team that's. I'm oh, not complaining. They cheated. They cheated. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to let the American people know. The American people that listen to this show, by the way, let them know <laughs> how this is going. How this, how this you, is so- being. Uh, undertaken you you so you said you've been watching too much cnn or, or some some other communist network i do not watch cnn i, I hope to i watched fox don't. news last night and why they have that fucker chris wallace on is beyond me oh he's a come on they haven't given him a, a medal yet for his brave uh, job Christ. he did with the moderator he had the audacity to say that kamala harris passed the 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 litany test where that she could be president are you kidding me? Did you watch the same fucking debate I did? She was an absolute <laughs> disgrace. You know, I liked his dad, Mike Wallace. Yep. I liked his dad. I liked him. 
He didn't, he was no bullshit. 60 minute man. Yeah. 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 Lived to be 95. I mean, I liked his old man. I really did. He is, is the, the kid. It, Mike's turning over in his grave about what a limp dick pussy his son is. <laughs> Back to your conspiracy theories real quick. You know, Bill, what you just said, you, you are exactly what the, the left and the Democrats have been uh, searching for and, and, hypothesizing the past uh, three and a half, almost four years now. Oh, Trump only wins because uh, he's got his hand in the cookie jar or whatever. Could it be, could it just be that maybe people support him more than people think? Maybe the silent majority is alive and well. Could it, could that just be it? Let's hope so, but I doubt it. You think there's, I think there's some shenanigans, huge silent majority out there. Okay. Let me ask you this, Matt. What are the percentage? What's the percentage of African American people in the United States? Do you know offhand? Is it like fourteen percent? Yeah, I would say like fifteen, maybe. Okay, I let's say know. every African American in the country votes for for Trump. Every one of them. Okay. All right. What's the percentage of Hispanics in this country? I know in California it's eighty percent, probably. <laughs> it's a lot. But in in, um, in 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 the United States, what's the percentage? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Okay. 40, 50, maybe. Well, I don't know. That's why Hardest I'm asking you. You're, can, the, you're, the, you're the numbers guy. I'm the numbers guy. I okay, can now, see what I can. Let's say everyone, every Hispanic in the country votes for him that's registered. All right? Now, and we know there's some liberal Birkenstock wearing, hairy arm pitted fucking whites out there that are going to vote for Biden too. That leaves probably 45% the base, a base voting for Trump would be about 45%, right? Okay. Now, the key is not the people in Montana, not the people in Idaho, not the people in Wyoming, which we know are all going for Trump. We've lost, you know, you've lost Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona's flip-flop now. New Mexico's probably for Trump, I'm thinking, Texas for him. You've got to go after, not just, okay, there's no reason to come out to California and, and politic here. No. It's a lost cause. He, he's got to win the key states. And if he can't, that's where that's where you go in and you cook the books. <laughs> Bill, okay. what is what who are you today? We this is, a, is this a morning thing? No, you, I'm just I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to make sense of how arrogant and absolutely cocky and what would you do? You're the leader of the free world. You sleep next to Melania Trump every night. How would you feel every I sure day? sure wouldn't be president. <laughs> okay. I, I would find other things to do with her. Trust me. I'm All sure. Right? Well, okay. Now, I, I will say this. I, I just can't. It's like the more and more and more the, the people te- that the polls say, you're not going to win, Mr. President. You're not going to win. The more and more he almost says, well, fuck you. Yeah. Now Instead, because I know he's got to have some type of ace in the hole. No. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, whether it's whether it's the majority of the American people is yet to be seen. I don't have an answer. I'm just theorizing on what he's got. Well, Bill, let's take a quick break from politics and stuff. Let's talk a little sports, if if uh, if you if you like. There's a lot of fun topics to discuss. Uh, Major League Baseball is down to their eight teams. There's four different series going on right now. Uh, one in LA and San Diego, and then two in Texas, the national league teams. Uh, it's pretty interesting so far. The Dodgers, I think, 
uh, to a lot of our listeners. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I think they are fortunate to be up two games to nothing on the Padres. Well, they certainly are. And, and you know what? Um, you've got to put a huge asterisk next to this season because it was a 60-game tournament. Um, and, you know, 16 teams were able to advance after this 60-game schedule. Eight are now done. Uh, we got eight left, like you said. I think uh, by the end of the weekend or by the end of Friday, there'll be four. Uh, the Dodgers, yeah, they got a stacked roster. Uh, they've got a reliever. They got a closer right now that shouldn't even be on the fucking roster. Okay. <laughs> I throw harder than Kenley Jansen. And I'm right-handed. And if I throw left-handed, I throw harder. Okay. His shit is straight. It's batting practice fastballs. And uh, when you when you have to bring in Joe Kelly – who can't hit the broad side of a, a barn with his control to save the game. Uh, that is a glaring weakness <laughs> is your closer spot. However, the kid that came in, uh, Grahabal or whatever his name was, Grabahal, what's his name? Gratterall throws about hundred miles an hour and he's like 19 years old. He impressed me. That kid can throw. Is it, is it Gratterall? Is that his name? Let me look it up. Right uh, now. Anyway, he pitched, Gratterall. he, he, uh, he was, he was good. Uh, Joe Kelly, <laughs> Joe, throw strikes, brother. <laughs> you know, when you have to rely on, on, on your, on your hanging curve for a strike, you're in deep shit. Gonzolan? Gonzolan? Not, not, not Tony, not, 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 not the cat man. It's grab it's Gatterall, I think. Not Gonzalez. Golarek. No, there's Golarek. another one. Maybe, maybe I'm fucking did miles he, off. Did he pitch yesterday? He pitched last night. He's the one who, uh, mouthed off after, after uh, Bellinger saved his ass and in, in catching the ball that was over the fence, took the home run away from uh, mm-hmm. from uh, big juicy Tatis. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Gratterall. Gratterall, yeah. yeah, I had it right. Yeah, you were. Yeah, right. go go figure. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, he, you know, um, he, he's he should, he's got some stuff. Mm-hmm. He needs to temper it down a little bit. But <laughs> you know, uh, the Dodgers, if they don't win. If they don't win at all, then they're the biggest choke since, um, you know, Linda Lovelace in uh, uh, in in behind the green door. What whatever are you the talking hell. about? She's a porn actress from the seventies. Oh, I was like, Linda Lovelace? Is that a real name? Oh, hey, do you folks out there that are Matt's age that that aren't quite hip with this? I understand you've got real Hondo education, so you probably haven't been introduced to these type of people. Go Google her, Linda Lovelace, and it'll be self-explanatory after that. Oh, the viewer discretion is advised. Well, you folks. say that on every show. Uh, I, I, that's and, listener and, and discretion. I want to I make sure that we live up to that. <laughs> that's good. Very, very good. Okay. This isn't false advertising. No, it's not. Absolutely. Well, I'll say this, though. Uh, for all the criticism of Dave Roberts, I applaud him in this sense that uh, they put Jansen out there. He, he, he three run lead, of course, and no one has three run leads turn into one run victories more than Jansen or worse. But, uh, you know, he loaded the bases and Roberts went out and got him too many times. Bill, you see managers go get a guy after he's blown it. And it's like you can't see the writing on the wall. You can't see a snowball effect. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, you know, after, you know, you go get the guy after the house is burned down. Yeah. You go get the fire <laughs> extinguisher. Well, go get the fucking extinguisher. When you got the grease fire in the kitchen, don't wait until the whole place is fucking torched. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's, you know, and I got to agree with you there. Roberts is, did the right thing on that. He went out and got him. Oh, he's read the book too many times. And he's got his ass burned too many times uh-huh. with the, you know, game four of the uh, world series 
uh, when he came in in the eighth inning to try to seal a save down in uh, L.A. <laughs> it's just one thing after you know another, they right? could have they could have went they could have been two and two, and they, instead they're down three one in the eighteen when they lost to the Red Sox. Well, the Dodgers are up two games to none. It's a five game series. Game three is today or tonight, I should say. Um, l- let me ask you this, Bill, about Kenley Jansen. Is that you know every athlete at some point this happens to you eventually either run out of gas, you don't have it anymore. I do know that the closer position, a, a closing pitcher, every time you go in, it's it's very stress heavy. I mean, I mean, we're not talking about life and death here. We're talking about hey, go go get three outs and win the game usually or four outs, whatever. Um, but is it just with Jansen? He's hit his, he peaked and now it's just like, he either doesn't have it or the, this mental side of things. I mean, it happens for everyone. Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I mean, remember this was a 60 game season. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if this is game 70, if this is back in uh, the first of July, April, May, June, um, or in June, mm-hmm. and he's this shitty, He's he's not making the whole he's his his he's not gonna he's not running the 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 tab for the whole season he's done yeah so if he's this bad this soon there's something wrong there well the issues kind of started last season the issues started probably two seasons ago yeah I know you're right absolutely and and it's not to say closers don't blow I mean Mariano Rivera lost Game Seven of the World Series in in 2001 I mean one of the greatest closers of all time it happens but I think it's a consistency. When you're inconsistent, you're you're consistently inconsistent. We should say, yes. Uh, that's where you have issues. I equate it to the kicker coming in with two seconds left. You're down two. A field goal wins, and if you miss enough of those, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Because you're basically closing out a win for you with a field goal in football, or the guy that can't make a free throw with no time on the clock to win the game. Enough. To, you do this enough times when you're not successful. You're done. No questions asked. You're out the door. Do not pass go. Exit stage left. And that is where I think uh, Jansen is right now. He had a great career. He, you know, at, at, for, at some point of his career, he was outstanding. But, you know, uh, Goose Gossage wasn't great forever. Yeah. You know? Like you say, <laughs> Rivera knew when to quit. Yeah. Um, I think Jansen's tank is on fumes right now. It is. It's uh, it's probably time to move on, and it's unfortunate. But hey, he's a he's a uh, from the Netherlands. You know my 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 uh, my uh, my home country way back when for the Hersema name. Um, so yeah, you remember when when Kenley Jansen was a catcher for the Netherlands in the uh, World Baseball Classic? I do not. You didn't remember that? I think it was like the I first think year. I, I worked behind him when he was with the uh, when he was in the minor leagues A ball. I went up to do one of those uh, benefit games where Azusa Pacific would play the. Uh, Oh yeah, and I think I caught behind Jansen as a catcher. And I think because I remember a big uh, African American fellow in front of me, <laughs> taking good care of me, not you know protecting me from getting hit. And I believe it was Jansen. And um, yes, yeah, so I do remember him as a catcher. And um, but I don't, other than that, recall him catching. So, you know, Percival Troy Percival started his career as a catcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know what he did. So, why is it you think catchers become good pitchers? Because you've got a good arm. You got to have a good arm to begin with to be a catcher, mm-hmm. and you just get up there and uh, you know 
rear back and 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 uh, play some old country hardball and throw the ball throw the ball hard. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, he was born in Curacao, but he played catcher for the Netherlands in the 09 World Baseball Classic. Okay, the team that that beat the Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was the first year they did the WBC, but I, I remember that uh, distinctly. And yeah, as a catcher, and then. Uh, made his way into becoming a pitcher. And I think as a catcher and working with pitchers all the time, it's, yeah, hey, man, absolutely. Yeah. You know, hey. I mean, Dave Duncan was a catcher with the Oakland days for years. And he became Tony LaRusse's pitching coach for all the places Tony went. And he was an old catcher mm-hmm. and he was a great pitching coach. Absolutely. Again, for you kids that don't know who the fuck Tony, Dave Duncan is, Google him. <laughs> well, Bill, uh, I don't know if I talked to you about this, um, uh, Last week, uh, I mean, it happened recently. I think I discussed it on Monday, but uh, Bob Gibson passed away. Yes, St. Did. Louis Cardinal mm-hmm. pitcher, just a nasty, intimidating, intimidating son of a bitch. Absolutely. Yeah. I, what were your thoughts on on him? Uh, I I know that it was he won two World Series. I think it was a runner up one other time. And didn't they have to lower the mound allegedly yeah, because the, of him? I believe this 1968 season, pitchers were dominant. Hand, that was him, Drysdale, Gaylord Perry, um, Sam McDowell. All these fire-throwing uh, guys were just dominating hitters. And I believe because of Gibson and these other guys, they actually did uh, do some uh, adjustments to the mound. I believe after – it was either the 67 or 68 season. Um, games were being over in an hour and 52 minutes. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that part's great. Oh, man. <laughs> but um, – you know, and you had umpires back then that actually called two, three inches off the corner. And when a guy established a good strike zone, he got a lot of pitches. Now, speaking of umpires, I just want to go on record right now. Okay, here we go. I watched Angel Hernandez last night behind the plate. A lot of people trash Angel Hernandez. Okay, because they, they target him as being a shitty umpire, always making bad calls. Let me tell you something. If you watched the game last night, you saw a very solid strike zone by Angel Hernandez. He was absolutely nails the whole night in a close, hard-fought baseball game. He was great. He had bastard pitches he got right. Let me tell you, when Angel Hernandez is on, which is probably a lot more than people give him credit Mm -hmm. for, he is as good as anybody. He is as good as anybody. When Angel's off, uh, it's like a big pile of shit. Night and day. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Okay, I get it. But some guys... You're gonna miss calls. Oh man, Bill. Okay. I, I think we can relate. I mean, uh, yeah. When I'm off, when when I couldn't, sometimes the ball seems like a beach ball when it's coming in, and other times it seems like a golf ball. You yeah. just, man, I'm not seeing the ball today. Right. But I'll say this: when when Angel makes mistakes, the press and oh, they run with magnify it, it. Mm-hmm. magnify it. Shocker. Angel, I know Angel personally. Okay, Angel is a is a is an interesting cat. Okay, <laughs> I will say that Angel is in his own private Idaho, but he's a nice man. Mm-hmm. Very nice man. Whenever he comes to town, I would get a call. Hey, Bill, want to come to the game? I'll leave you tickets. Now he would fuck up my last name, Bill Barney. Yeah. Or Bill Burns or Bill <laughs> Bates or, but, but Angel is a nice man. Oh, I love it. And he, his heart's in the right place. And I wish him nothing but success. And let the chips fall where they may mm-hmm. on his lawsuit with major league baseball. It's none of my business. I don't care about it. It's it's a in-house situation, but as an umpire, and the job he did last night behind the plate in a big game was outstanding. Yeah, and I, and, and you heard it here first. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if he gets a World Series 
uh, assignment this year. This year? This year. Okay. I, I think it would be interesting. And uh, there'll be a lot of jokes, of course, with, oh, 2020. Yeah, look at this. Angel Hernandez is in the World Series. Uh, but yeah, he does get a bad rep because- Yeah, and I'll say this. Guess what, asshole? He's in the World Series. You're not. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because you're right about one thing. The media, once they paint you as one way- it, you can't get out of that hole. It no. just is what it is. Oh my, look at Angel Hernandez missed a pitch again today. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, he also got 350 of them, right? I mean- Well, it's he, the same thing with Joe West. Yeah. Joe gets his shit right. It's the goofy shit he does that gets himself in trouble. Yeah. Okay? That's Joe's problem. What I love about umpires- But, Joe, but Joe's Joe, man. Joe's He's Joe. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. He's yeah. like Donald Trump. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. <laughs> Yeah. What I love about umpires at the major league level is that it's interesting. They care about their craft. They care about doing a good job, but they are so good at just saying, you know what? The media is so full, full so full of crap. I, I don't, I'm not going to let that get to me. I mean, ain't, no one's been harder on Angel Hernandez in the mate than the media. Right. It's right. been awful. So I, I did like, I noticed, I think you made, you made mention of it and you can hear the crowd noise or without crowd noise, you can hear it. Yeah. And his timing, when he calls a strike, he just, pop of the glove good pitch and he calls yeah. i like that and then he went and then he would say he would on close pitches which i did because angel's about my age we we kind of came up as umpires probably in the same uh era although he got to a bigger more <laughs> yeah. prestige place than i did yeah but we'd give locations ball in ball out well they're gonna ask anyway right you might as well just beat him to the punch mm-hmm. so i like to do that and a lot of these young and up-and-coming guys that that were, you know, hell bent on. I'll fuck them. If they want to know, they can ask. Well, bullshit. <laughs> I, I don't like that. I'd rather, I'd rather beat them to the, beat them to the draw. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would get curious. I don't give pitch locations. Well, no, I'm going to give pitch locations because I know as well as I'm sitting here, where was that bill inside? I'd rather just say ball in. I've already answered your fucking question. What's hilarious, Bill, is when, because I'll do, I'll do it on close ones, right? I mean, you, nothing that's obvious, but no. the one that's stuck, that the catcher, it looks good from the dugout, obviously, is the ones we're talking about. It's funny, you'll say it, you know, pop, outside, ball outside, and they'll, hey, where was that? Like, I just said outside. Did you right. not hear me? Right. You know what I mean? It's just, it, there. You're you're either way, either way, you're screwed. But anyway, yeah, I, I thought Angel Hernandez from uh, from what I saw, you probably watched more of the game. It sure sounded like he did a pretty good job. Nobody mentioned his name the whole night. Interesting. Like, nobody he he. You know what? Nobody said shit about him. I didn't hear any beefing from the dugout. <laughs> I heard nothing. I was just listening on the radio in the ninth inning when uh, Jansen was having a tough time, and then Kelly. And what was really tough to hear is both those guys were walking people you have a multiple run lead and you're walking people in the well, ninth inning joe kelly couldn't find the strike zone <laughs> all he all he found was the dirt 10 feet in front of the plate and austin barnes did a great job in blocking a lot of those and he was getting beat to shit back there you know <laughs> but he you know uh he got the right pitch at the right time and you know it is what it is and all's well and love and war and and the dodgers came out on top but but they've got to fix the closer spot. Yeah. Uh, they need a Bob Gibson, man. I know he wasn't a, a closer, but they need uh, someone like that. An intimidating, like you said, guy that just got up there. He wasn't afraid to throw up and in. I'll tell you that. Bob no. Gibson. I mean, no. he said, what? He owned the inner, inner part of the play. You're going to dig in on Guys me? back in those days, like him and Drysdale. Oh, man. 
I can't You're imagine. You're going to get knocked on your ass. Oh, yeah. Big time. Go flip a bat on those guys. <laughs> see how that see how that goes. <laughs> Mr. Oh, it's a new age. To let the kids play. No, no, no. Go screw yourself. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Bob Gibson. Just wanted to make mention it about him. Well, and, you know, the Dodgers lost a lot of people, too, last week. You Lou, Lou Johnson, Sweet Lou. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, they lost uh, Ron Paranoski, one of their uh, pitcher foreman, a pitching coach back from the 80s. Great name. I met Lou Johnson. <laughs> I met Lou uh, three years ago at a uh, uh, World Series party after game one out in the tent in Dodger Stadium. I was I happened to uh, know some some people, and I was able to attend this party. And I met Lou, and he was, what, 82, 83 at the time. Sharp as a tack, nice conversation with him, nice man. Sweet Lou. Wow. Yeah. And I heard, and another thing, an old Dodger from the past, uh, Tommy Davis, who was a Rancho Cucamonga resident. I would see him occasionally out at different uh, watering holes every once in a while. Nice man, Tommy, great guy. Uh, he was sick. He's been ill and he's on his way to recovery, which is good. And a shout out to Tommy again, again, to you young kids, Google him. He was the batting. <laughs> he was the National League batting champion two years in a row. I believe 1963 and 64 In 65. He broke his ankle. And I think the Dodgers traded him for whatever reason after that. And he became a kind of a journeyman uh, played all the way to 1976 with about 12 or 13 different teams. Wow. But Tommy's a good man. And I'm glad he's doing better. Very good stuff. Well, yes, uh, sad, to, sad, sad to hear, but also uh, some positive news there as well. Uh, well, well, Bill, let me ask you uh, kind of as we tra- – well, first off, as we close out, close out with baseball, really, uh, the Dodgers are up two games to none. The Braves are up two games to none on the Marlins. So that could potentially be a sweep today, the other American League series. The Yankees are down two games to one to the Rays. And the Houston Astros are up two games to one on the athletics. So I want to see a Houston Dodger rematch. Oh man. And, uh, you know, it'll be a little bit of a payback for the Dodgers, even though it's on a, <laughs> a, a shortened rain, rain delayed uh, game. Neutral field. Yeah, yeah. Neutral field. <laughs> um, so that's my wish just to see what happens. Yeah. I'm curious if they, if there's some, uh, more drama too if that happens if they get together and i don't at that point at that level unless unless the dodgers are down 3-0 and it's game four and they're getting their asses kicked (laughs) maybe watch out maybe but um we'll see yeah i think i think even though dodgers fans want to see the dodgers yankees the historical significance i think they'd love a shot at the astros again unlike the unlike the presidential election where um that unlike the presidential election um the baseball playoffs are not rigged, so we don't know who's going to win. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, you're still in on this. Oh, boy. Well, hope, uh, by the end of today, we could have four teams advancing, and if not, uh, either Friday or Saturday, uh, if those go to game five. Uh, okay, Bill, let me ask you this. Have you ever gone on a really good first date? I mean, just you were blown away by the person you were with and just like, man, this is absolutely perfect. What a great way to start out a relationship. This is incredible. This is really going to be promising. Yeah, I've done that. And then I call her, I call her like the, on the, the second time for a second date and her husband answers. the phone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've had those. Absolutely. Well, I bring it up because your boy, Mike Leach, man, they, they beat LSU on the road. They throw for over 600 yards and then they lose to Arkansas the next week on the second date and they score 14 points. Well, that goes to show just how unsteady 
college football is right now. You've got teams that should be winning and are losing. Oh, you man. have teams that are losing and should be and are winning. So my point is, is that who, um, whoever can play with this COVID year, the ups, downs, the stoppage of, of, of programs, and they start up again, very inconsistent. The play has been, I mean, there was no spring practice from what I understand. And I mean, it's just kind of like, who's got the best athletes go out there and play <laughs> and who can stay healthy, who can't. I mean, it's, it's a toss up, but it's, it's an equal playing field. I mean, it's, it's raining for both teams. You can't say, Oh, well, well we lost cause it was raining. Well, it's raining for both teams, you know? True. But some teams have not been affected as much as others. Um, you know, some programs have not, and it's just, you know, these are 18 to 21 year old kids and they're the psychic they have as far as living and playing in a pandemic and not playing with, with crowd noise and not having crowds there. I mean, it's, it's a whole it's very unsettling and it's very, the level of play is inconsistent as is the whole world. And if the whole world is inconsistent, by God, football is going to be inconsistent. (laughs) I guess so. Especially with the 20 year old kids. Well, college football is off and running and uh, you know, like it or not, it's here to stay. It's uh, I I love it. I think it's great. We've had some exciting games already. Um, There's all kinds of uh, great things ahead. The big 12s kind of upside down. And the SEC, you know what? It's probably Alabama's conference still. We still love Coach Leach at this show, and uh, we always will. Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll recover. They're not going to be playing in a playoff or anything, but I think they're going to have a good you season. Know, I often wonder if Mike Leach is putting on an act when he gives press conferences. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's truly who he is. <laughs> it's truly who he is. We've met him. We know. Oh, man. I, that two minutes that I was standing next to him talking with him, I'll never forget. I mean, that he's just exactly <laughs> what you see on TV yeah. is what I would talk to him. It was great. <laughs> it was, so it was outstanding. <laughs> so in the hotel lobby. And now both of those teams that played th- that day, the two worst teams in baseball, as Coach Leach said, they are now in the playoffs this year, 2020. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, unbelievable. You know, it's amazing the effect that he had on these teams back in what, 2016? Was it was right it? before the election. Yeah, so, 2016. Yeah. Four years later. Here they are. <laughs> Coach Leach, we love him. Uh, you know, uh, the Pac-12, uh, in their infinite wisdom, but we've been very hard on them. I know we're going to continue to be. They, they... Give, let me tell you something. We'll talk about them, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to preface with this. Sure. I don't give two shits about the Pac-12. No, I don't think a lot, a lot of people do. No They're one's a losing sleep. Joke. They're an absolute joke. And the teams, I feel sorry for the teams. Mm-hmm. It's the, 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 the leadership at the Pac-12 office. You've got a bunch of round holes trying to go through a square peg. <laughs> These people, what the fuck are Top they doing? Bottom. Well, how about how about this, Bill? They, in their infinite wisdom, they're going to play a six-game season. What, what is this club? Was it club football? <laughs> club. What is it? Intramural sports? <laughs> intramural. Yeah, they might need officials. We what might do they do? Get... What do they give out? Juice boxes at halftime? <laughs> Come on, six games. Six. Jesus, don't outdo games. yourself. Unbelievable. Half a season with no fans. Yeah. Am I correct on that? Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone was Arizona. Arizona might be open. Everyone else. Yeah. Who, who cares? No who one's going to watch. I'm not going to watch him. There's other stuff to do. Yeah. I got a, you know, I got a, I got a cat box to clean out. <laughs> <laughs> you thought a 60 game baseball season was bad. It actually wasn't. It was kind of entertaining. I got to be honest, but it was a, a tournament. Yeah. It was a fucking tournament. Travel ball tournament, but, yeah. a, but a six game football season. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you talk about travel ball. Yeah. 
seven inning doubleheaders? Yeah, <laughs> it uh, was. Start your start your guy at second base and in, in, in overtime. Oh I mean, I love those rules. Yeah, it was great. Are they doing that for the playoffs? No, it's straight up for the playoffs. Straight up, now. yeah. Okay. Regular baseball. Regular baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay, none of that. No, no travel ball rules. No travel ball rules. Okay. All right. So, because I was going to go into my old uh, perfect game uh, uh, handbook and try to look at some uh, some rule references about what they're playing now. You know, that from age from like uh, age t- the age to ten to twelve uh, 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 tournament rules. All we need is Bill Barnes's war board out with all the oh, umpire God. assignments when he was out, when I was living That's with right. Bill for a few months. He was the assigner of all that, these travel ball tournaments. That, that took years off your life. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I will have a, I will probably, if I have a stroke or a heart attack in the next five years, it's because of those years of doing that shit. Okay. <laughs> Having to, I mean, my God, it was just that. I don't wish that kind of stress on. No. Anybody. And, and you thought at the time it was a good deal getting off the field, not working these travel ball tournaments, these 14 through 17 year old teams. And uh, I remember you being in your bathrobe all day, Bill. All day, just on the marker with your marker board, calling people nonstop. It was crazy. If I needed money that bad back then, which I didn't, <laughs> but I thought I did, I should have went down on Holt Boulevard in Ontario okay. and offered my body for money. <laughs> it would have been less stressful and less taxing on me. All right, you're killing me. And and that was just the worst. Oh, just a bad, bad, bad time of life. Yes, it was. I mean, oh. there were there were days that I didn't get out of a bathrobe because I didn't have time to. No, I couldn't do. I was. Constantly putting fires out. Yeah. You know, Joe Blow would call, hey, my car broke. I need a replacement. I'd get that replacement. Oh, uh, uh, my my family was was killed in a tornado. I can't work. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I, I've heard every excuse in the world. I had a guy's grandmother die 14 times. Oh, boy. Okay. Dependable people. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to. Yeah, like, yeah. like 10, 10 fields with like five games a day on each. And then, field. There, then we had a heat situation in one of the tournaments That's where right. I had umpires dropping. That's right. Dropping, being carted off in fucking ambulances. Okay. Oh my God. And completely beyond my control. Yeah. All right. Because of the global warming, obviously. Yeah. And <laughs> affected umpires too, by the way. So it's like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, I can't. And finally, I called, I told one guy, the one tournament director, I said, look, I can't shit you a human being. I cannot. He goes, I don't care, Bill. I just need a guy. Dress him up. Just put him out of here. I need this. The facade that we care that we have two umpires on a field. I told him, I go, I cannot shit you a human being. I have no one. Oh, you're killing me. That, that, <laughs> I'm not, we're going to move on. From yeah. That. Anyway. Oh, Don't well, get me started again on that. That yeah, was a very, very, very oh, tumultuous time in well, my life. In this segment, let's talk. Uh, we don't have to talk a long time, but you know, what's interesting to me is that as far as the NBA goes, and, and I don't know if you know what that is. I don't think many people know what that is. What is that? It stands for the National Basketball Association. Uh, but apparently their ratings are just a disaster, and, and I absolutely love it. But you know what, Bill? Mr. Commissioner Adam Silver seems to be backpedaling a little bit. Talking about next season. Now that we're, we, maybe we won't have Adam all these Silver, issues. Adam Silver is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Okay? Number one, anybody who is goofy looking as he is. <laughs> okay? has got to have issues with making good, solid decisions. Yeah. This guy's a, just a joke. He's right there with Manfred. Okay. <laughs> yeah. These guys, nothing but bean counters who sat in the back row in college and tried to figure out a way to fuck people because they've done a great job of doing it. 
Well, uh, he's in, apparently been the inspirational leader that the NBA needs. And uh, I think he's seeing the <laughs> the the fruits of his labor or, or lack thereof, however you want to say it. It's not looking good for them. And uh, you know what? Money talks with everybody, right? Money is the the loudest uh, person in the room. And when the money's not there, when the viewership's not there, it's you got to kind of look inward like, hey, maybe we screwed up on this whole thing. I will watch reruns of Lancelot Link <laughs> Friday night before I watch the fucking Lakers. I could give two fucking shits about the NBA, the Lakers, or anybody else. And it's not because it's bad. Ba- it's probably good basketball. It's the human beings that are playing it. They're bad people. Yeah. They, they think they know they're, they're they are no they're, it's it's a joke it's fucked up from the top to the bottom you know they think they know social justice bullshit they don't know shit when's the last time that 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 LeBron James has been uh you know having to beg for food or go to a food bank he doesn't know what it's like he doesn't know when's the last time he went to and 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 um donated his time at the, um, uh, at the at the People's Mission in downtown L.A. Bullshit. I don't know. He writes a check and thinks it's all better. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> fuck him and yeah. fuck the NBA. Well, Bill, something we were unable to do last week was to do a live show. We had planned to do it. We were going to do it on Sunday night have some people come over here and also do it through zoom. I did get a few takers, not many, but we did have a few people that were interested in meeting you in person, but also just seeing us on our uh, probably JV camera here on the computer through zoom. So I think uh, the live show is something we could potentially do. And I'd like to try this Sunday. Well, I'm good. I'm, I'm game as long as I'm not working. Um, here's my deal. I think we're cheating our fans all 12 of them, if we don't, I would love to do a live show somewhere where we could actually have good participation and not have to sit six feet apart and play this bullshit game. <laughs> I certainly don't want to, you know, bring somebody into a, into a situation I'm comfortable with because I do know there are some people out there that take this COVID thing over and abundantly too seriously. <laughs> Just a bit. Okay. And I would love to do it in a, like, I know there's several, there's several uh, drinking establishments that I know of <laughs> that if once stuff's open again, we go in there and we say, Hey, we pitched this idea. They would love to host us. Okay. Oh boy. You're, you're thinking big, man. I'm not, Hey, this is no Mickey Mouse operation. Yeah. There's some moving parts here. So you just show up and, uh, Hey, where's my microphone, but there's moving parts here. We would need speakers. We need all kinds of stuff in a place like that. Well, make it happen. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, what, what Bill, what, I'm a working man now. This, this is a, hard. What is this? A nickel and dime production? <laughs> I don't, I don't sign on to anything. That's not huge or the p- potential that has potential well, of going. We're going to gradually get there. I agree with you that. Yeah. That'd be awesome to, uh, to do that. You know, okay. But in the meantime, we'll do your, we'll do your, we'll, we'll, we'll have the zoom option for people who, who don't want to be around uh, human beings or you, you know, Bill. So we'll, we'll just, uh, well, we got options for people is all I'm saying. Okay. Well, however you want to do it. I mean, I really enjoy performing to people. Okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I can, you know, 
make it make make an ass out of myself out out of myself with the best of them. Oh yeah, and I don't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here to entertain people. That's Whether right. It's making myself look like a complete smacked ass or making myself look like a genius. Either way, I can do this. Okay. So you tell me, like the ball players said back when they started the season, when and where, when and where, when and where. Okay. Let well, me know. Let's. Uh, we're gonna shoot for Sunday. Shoot for Sunday. Shoot for Sunday. Five, and then we'll have the. We'll, we would potentially use that recording for our Wednesday show, which would be on time this time. Well, the thing is, though, Sunday to Wednesday, the world could end by then. We could have major, major shit go down. And if so, we'll wake up at five a.m. We'll meet up. We'll we'll do something. We'll get something out. But All but right. yes, I like to be as close to Wednesday as possible. Yes, yes like, like I right agree. now, we were up to date with all the moving parts mm-hmm. up until press time. Right now, absolutely. Okay. And I like that. And if we can do Wednesday mornings, I think that is the most logical one that we can do. But again, work schedule. How, how recent do you, I mean, I've seen you where you answer the phone and it's, it's the red light. You got to go. I mean, sometimes you get things last year when you're, when you work in such a, 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 a secret agent man <laughs> society that I work in, when the balloon goes up, you're on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I can, in reality, I 10 seconds no, notice. Yeah. Bill, we need you. Let's go. Yeah. And I'm there. You're in flip-flops now, but you'd be suited up and ready to rock. I, I uh, go into a, I go into a, uh, into a, uh, a, uh, phone booth. I come out of Superman. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course you do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so the main reason, uh, you want to do kind of a live show is to, uh, you embrace that pressure really of being in front of people, Mr. Police officer. I love Mr. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I love being <laughs> Look, I'm that guy with the white hat. When 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 everybody's running around with their hair on fire, I want to be the guy who just puts every extinguishes all the bullshit and we get back to, you know, making it happen. I hear you. All right. I am the milk of magnesia <laughs> on a unsettled room. Oh my goodness. You've had some good ones today. I'll give you that. Oh. Well, it's early in the morning. I'm usually at my best. I yeah. haven't been, you know, wrung out and 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 fucked with throughout the day you get me early i'm at my best that's right did you get your 12 hours of sleep or um well what happened last night is i went to bed reasonably early and uh my significant other woke up said she was hungry and she didn't want to go downstairs alone so i had to get up and go down with her and keep her company while she fixed some some uh a late night snack and of course, I had a little bit with her and I went back to bed and then I slept very soundly. So what I had planned for about eight, 10 hours of sleep, I got about seven. Oh, wow. But that's fine. We're yeah. good. That'll work. We're good. You know, I'll go home later. I'll turn the air conditioner down to about 60 degrees, black out the windows and take an afternoon nap. Oh, lovely. How long do you do naps for? You know, it really depends. Sometimes I can go down for about three hours. Oh, nice. Sometimes 20 minutes. It just really depends on what's happening around me. If I got the TV on, if my if my phone is on mute or not, mm-hmm. it just really depends. So you wake up, rub the eyes out, watch a little baseball, and have a cocktail. Huh? Rub rub something out. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, my eyes usually. You're right. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we have the listener discretion advised on this. Highly advised. You are <laughs> highly advised. Well, you deliver. I gotta say, you deliver, Bill, all the time. Uh, well, Sunday. Five o'clock, please, if you're interested, contact me uh, through whatever, email, text message. Uh, some of you who were confirmed for last week, be sure to do the same thing. 
this week. A lot of the a lot of the viewers or viewers, a lot of the listeners have now contacted me also. Okay. I've also reached out on Facebook to some that I've recognized. We are now friends. If you have questions for me, per you know, don't go through Matt. He'll fuck it up. You can just <laughs> don't be afraid to reach out on Facebook Messenger and ask me questions. I'll be happy to 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 look them over and answer them on our show. Yeah, Bill is uh cut out the middle cut out the middleman. Cut out the middleman. Yeah, less less work for me. Uh yeah, Bill is not the intimidating presence that he comes across. No, He's absolutely a very friendly not. person. I am ab- I'm the friendliest guy in the world. Okay? <laughs> if you can't get along with me, you can't get along with anybody. <laughs> Oh, well said. Well, well, Bill, let's uh, shoot for Sunday. And you know what? If we if we're free Monday or, or for free Tuesday or Wednesday, we could still do a, another show. I don't I don't care. But let's try to get this live show out. Uh, there'll be a handful of people, probably four or five, that are interested in it. And I think it could be fun. Sounds good. All right, Bill. Anything else? Any closing thoughts? Uh, it's almost time to start watching four baseball games here for you. I'm sure you're a busy man. uh, Take two and hit to right. (laughs) Sounds good. We'll talk to you guys hopefully on Sunday. Thanks again, Bill. Bye-bye. As always, well worth the wait, Mr. Bill Barnes. Thank you for joining us today, even though it's Thursday, but Wednesday is still your time slot, and we would never bump you, replace you for somebody else on Wednesdays. If you're not available, we'll always push you back, uh, but you are our weekly Wednesday weigh-in guest. We will always have you here, God willing, of course, and uh, thank you for making time around your busy schedule and around my busy schedule, really, to uh, sit down with me, come over here, have a little little breakfast recording, if you will, and uh, looking forward to chatting again next week, although I hope we're able to do it on time, <laughs> despite what happened this week, but uh, things happen. We all know that. And thanks again to the audience for bearing with us. Uh, Bill Barnes and I have discussed a few different items and we were supposed to record last Sunday, do a little live zoom recording for a couple of fans. Yes, both of you, uh, for the the few fans that were interested in joining in and and listening to Bill and I kind of do a live show. We are going to try to do this again on this upcoming Sunday. Number one, it'll get our Wednesday recording out and done early, which is what I want to do because sometimes recording the day of or even the day before uh, causes problems based off of uh, recent history. Anyway, we're going to try to do this live recording again on Sunday. And for those of you who uh, reached out to me who wanted to either swing by the house to buy the studio and, and check it out or who wanted to really watch it on zoom. The plan as of now is to do it on Sunday evening at five o'clock uh, Pacific time. If you were curious about uh, checking it out either on zoom or uh, coming by the house, please reach out to us. Contact me first. Don't just show up. Uh, don't just, uh, and, and don't text me or email me at, at four Hey, what's the zoom thing? Uh, what's the zoom ID? Okay, I've never done a live Zoom with multiple people before, so bear with me. Uh, I've heard from a few of you, and I'll try to remember. But again, keeping track of all this at times is tough. So if you're interested in either joining the live Zoom recording with Bill Barnes on Sunday or uh, in coming here live in studio to to, uh, check it out, to watch from uh, the back of the room, if you will, and give questions and feedback to Bill Barnes, get his thoughts on things. That's the plan as of now. Uh, We were going to try it last week and it just didn't work out. Again, Bill is a busy man. He gets called away 
for security jobs and such. So uh, we were unable to do it. We had to cancel last minute and postpone. But we are going to try one more time to do it this upcoming Sunday. If he's not available, well, we'll have to push it back again some other time. But anyway, those of you who've already reached out to me, please do so again to confirm or uh, or deny that you're unavailable, available or unavailable this Sunday for either the Zoom or to attend in person. Uh, guys, on Friday... God willing, of course, with scheduling and everything, we are going to be joined by Todd Carson. Todd's been here on the program a couple times already. Once uh, was one of my earliest interviews, and the audio really uh, took a turn for the worst towards our uh, the end of our interview. Uh, but anyway, it was a great time catching up with him. That was one of our highest played episodes. Uh, especially being so early because I think we've improved over time. But I think that's a tribute to Todd Carson and all the people he's influenced over the years. Just a special person, a very good friend of mine. He's going to be back on this program on Friday. Uh, as of now, <laughs> things change, but we're going to record very soon and uh, get, get an episode out for you guys on Friday for our Friday guest, uh, which we said we would do. And also the Suds with Studs segment where we will have a special tribute to a, uh, someone in the military, someone in law enforcement, or just someone who really uh, displays tremendous uh, heroism, courage, all those good things. We like to talk about somebody in individually on Fridays regarding our Suds with Studs segment. So Todd Carson on Friday will be here. Uh, the second time he was on the show, he actually wanted to do the interviewing. So he was the one who interviewed me. That was a rather long episode, but one of our higher played episodes as well. So this time, Todd and I are going to kind of focus on uh, just maybe some things outside of sports a little bit, some current events, if you will, maybe a little politics, but just talk about influences, really. Him and I are both very big podcast fans, radio show fans. Uh, we're on the go a lot, so we like to listen to podcasts more, or the radio shows in podcast form, because we're able to listen without interruption, without commercials. And so we're going to talk about a few of our influences and how maybe you can find influence in people that you don't necessarily see eye to eye with, that you don't agree 100% of the time, right? What a concept. You don't have to agree with people all the time to get along or to uh, learn something from them. So a lot of different topics of conversation with Todd Carson on Friday. Hope you guys will join us. Should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to sitting down and chatting with my good friend Todd. Well, guys, there's plenty of ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. We love hearing from you just like you hear from us on Monday, Wednesday, Friday here on the Get Home Safe podcast. Be sure to send us an email or post something through social media. That works as well. But the best way to get it through to us is email. It helps us keep everything together. Uh, generally, we, we try to record the day before if possible. So if you have any questions specifically for Bill Barnes or, you know, whatever the case may be, try to get those in a day or so early so that we can put them out on the very next episode. There's other ways to contact us. As you know, there's some links in the episode notes where you can leave a voice message as well as some other links uh, regarding information about the podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. The podcast continues to grow in spite of, uh, of us uh, being a little behind here with our scheduling and everything. But I did see that when we did take some time off, we were able to come back with a bang, if you will, uh, with people that were kind of patiently waiting for episodes to come out. So I'm uh, very happy that we're able to get this episode out with Bill Barnes on Thursday, a day late, but it, it is out the weekly Wednesday weigh-in on Thursday. Um, but we will uh, try to, in moving forward, 
be much better about that. Uh, Hope you will join us on Friday for Todd Carson as we, uh, well, we're not taking a day off because we're a day behind, but uh, Bill Barnes today and Todd Carson tomorrow on Friday. Thank you for listening. I hope you will tune in on Friday with Todd Carson and join us again next week, hopefully on time when we record with Bill Barnes for the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Let me know about your interest in recording with Bill on Sunday. If he and I are both available, we'll see what we can do. But guys, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Thank you.